Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a very Abai podcast. I'm joined by uh, Tane Tenshi. Hello, Adara. And Emu Lapis. Hi, hello, everyone. Hello, and I'm Crunch Bite Daimyo. Um, let's start with our weekly recap. Uh, Tane, what have you been doing the last couple weeks? Oh my gosh, uh, uh, I feel like I've been kind of a little bit all over the place. Uh, <laughs> I, I'd say for like the past two weeks or so, um, I had a coworker go on vacation, so I had to do a few like extra things. So I didn't really have like quite like a regular streaming schedule, but um, I've been doing like art commissions and everything. I drew some emotes for Sif. Uh, she's a chaotic squirrel VTuber and I she, she liked her emotes and I'm really happy. And I'm going to be uh, doing more commissions and catching up on like subathon and charity like uh, rewards and stuff for people. And yeah, uh, I think everything's been going smoothly for that. Um, yeah, lots of lots of fun collaborations. Um, yeah, it feels good to like get back into the group for like artwork and everything. Um, I feel like after a while, if I don't draw, uh, my hand gets a little shaky. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but oh, oh, oh. Um, I got some more updates for like uh, the model and everything that's coming uh, too. Um, my rigger was showing me that. Uh, well, okay. Here's the thing. After Vebe's uh, debut, I was like, "Ooh, V Bridger." Uh, there's like that new like um, face technology for tracking and uh, everything, and I I linked it to my rigger, and uh, maybe this will happen for like my model, but uh, they're starting to like work with it and. I'm very excited to see it like move with uh, V Bridger <laughs> for that for the tracking. Mm -hmm. well, that's exciting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you're getting your model with the V Bridger tracking. Yeah, Whoa. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm... that's so amazing. I think I think if I ever do mines, I want to do it too. But that's a lot of time and money, right? Like the new tech. Mm -hmm. uh, this will be their first time doing it, so uh, they, it's kind of like a way for them to practice as well. So. If if I if I do get it, I do get it. But like I I understand if I don't get it though. But but they start to play around with it though. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, my rigor, uh, as well has just started to play around with it. So I was going to ask, um, whether they'd be willing to do it for me as well. So we'll see. Yeah, that would be exciting for yours too. Uh, Crunch, I you should yeah talk about your model. <laughs> uh, well, my model is like 99 percent done now they're just adding um like accessories and like a couple toggles and stuff that i wanted uh so it should be going over to the rear like any day now basically yay, yay. <laughs> so it's gonna start getting rigged um i don't know a couple weeks from now maybe yeah so that's exciting um i also gave people a very brief uh sneak peek of my model as well on a stream recently um, i haven't posted it anywhere nobody's clipped it or anything so we're good it's still a secret the few people that got to see it good job mm, yay. <laughs> um you have a new banner as well so. mm -hmm. I've, I've started getting artwork back of my uh new character design so that's exciting <laughs> i'm excited I, I can't wait to start using it i can finally get rid of my v-roid <laughs> that I've had for like two years. Well, you know what? Maybe you can just use it for VR chat or something like that. You never know. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's it's kind of like yeah, something fresh, something exciting. Yeah, you mm. don't you, you don't you don't have to be a Vroid baby anymore. 
Exactly. <laughs> I could be a real you, boy now. You don't have to be like the V-Roy baby when you open your mouth and I'm like, yeah, that's a V-Roy model. Yeah. Like that rendering inside. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, it's been too long. It's two oh. years. We've been using, you've been using yours for two years exactly. It's true. My, my default model, I still have like kind of like my like um, low poly ones and everything that I really love. And I have a pixel model one that I got very recently. Um, and I did like a like the debut light. I can't remember mm. if I talked about it during the last time we all chatted, but uh, that was really fun. Uh, I got my uh, pixel model from uh, Pori and they were absolutely amazing to work with. Um, I love everything about that model. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, I, by the time I get my uh, model rigged and everything, it'll be two years, I think. Since I started streaming with it, yeah, so that's oh. exciting. I'm excited for you. Yeah, it's 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 fun to get like new new things. <laughs> Other than that, what have I been doing? I've been playing Elden Ring like crazy. Um, I have now gotten to the point where I am further in the story than people in my stream who have been playing since like launch day. Really? Yeah, oh, that, I didn't that, know that. That's how much I've been playing. <laughs> So I started a few weeks late. I'm already past a lot of people. <laughs> um, I mean, that's uh, that's pretty cool in a way because they're probably gonna like. Well, they're are they asking oh. like, oh my god, like they can't wait to see like what next move you're gonna do or the the problem is I don't know if they want if they know spoilers coming up because mm -hmm. like if they're that far into the game, they're gonna want to experience it first. I would think. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to slow down, go back, beat some um, optional bosses, side bosses and whatever mm -hmm. um, for, you know, the next stream or two. And then I'll go back to the story, give them time to like catch back up. And then, yeah, I'm like 120 hours into the game. Oh my gosh, that's a lot. I, I Okay, so this is like what you told me yesterday. You think that, well... It's like the best game like within like five years that you've played or Yep. The last game I think I've played um this much and enjoyed this much has been The Witcher Three. Which was what it's been like six or seven years since that came out now? Seven oh years? Gosh. That's actually a good question. When did Witcher Witcher Three come out? Oh, I met you when you were playing Witcher and you watched the the convention of Witcher as well. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Um. Oh my gosh! Apparently, Witcher th Three. Wait, am I reading that right? No, that's probably no. That's the first one that came out in two thousand seven. Yeah. But, <laughs> oh my gosh! But when did Witcher Three come out? Uh. Twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen, twenty fourteen. Yeah. Let's see. Okay, Wikipedia. Tell us. Tony's, Tony's searching. I am searching because I'm very curious. 2015? 2014? 2015, like around that time. Okay. Uh, apparently, they were they were going to release it, I guess, for 2014, but then they did it for 2015. Yeah, they, they delayed it a little bit. So seven years. Mm. I, I was trying to remember because like, I, I tracked the movement of time by where I was living at the time. Yeah. And I think we were still living at Tane's parents' house <laughs> when I played that game. So that would have been yes, yeah, seven ish years ago. Was Maybe a little 
people. Maybe a little over that. Oh, okay then. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah, best <laughs> game I've played in a long time. Uh, I can't compare it to to anything else. It's amazing, and you should all play it. I'm looking forward to playing it eventually. Um, I wonder if I should buy myself a separate copy because I know Crunch has been like playing it. So, <laughs> Emu, do do you mm -hmm. need? Do you want to play it? Are you gonna get good? Oh, oh my god! I'll play it if if someone can train me for a collab content. Oh, dude, oh there we go. It's so good. <laughs> you can get oh. like 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 a Souls like person and be like like yeah, they they can like speedrun you to get good and everything. <laughs> well, here just a second. You can solo bosses in Genshin. It's not that much different, really. There we go. But Good I like comparison. being overpowered though. Like these games, I don't think you're that OP, right? I like I need I like to oh. overlevel. You stuff. can. You can overlevel yourself. So that's what I've been doing for a lot of it is basically just grinding a bit and then going back to bosses like five, ten levels higher than you really should be for the area. Then it's just easy. Plus you have these oh sorry, you have these things called um ashes which are summons essentially so you could summon like uh an npc and they'll tank the boss for you while you just do damage to it oh, mm -hmm. it oh, makes it a lot easier than other souls games i think don't people like challenge themselves by like not doing that i guess because yeah. they're like oh because they're like oh that's not, that's not the right way to play it or like you know that kind of thing or but i mean that's an option you know like the people complaining about how this game's difficult I don't think fully grasp the concept of the game because the game is actually fairly easy if you're using mm -hmm. the, the ashes. So if you want a challenge, just don't use the ashes or be like um, some people who are like, yeah, I'm going to do 100% naked run uh, <laughs> only using uh, this suboptimal weapon. Yeah. Mm. That's that's uh. how Dark Souls players are. <laughs> I was actually going to say that um, every time I've been watching like a streamer like play Dark Souls, oh sorry, not, uh, not the, the Elden Ring, um, they're always fighting that one boss, like the very pretty one with like the... I, Is it Malena? Malena? Yes. That's yeah, that one everyone talks about, yeah. Yeah, uh, apparently they're they're pretty difficult. <laughs> did you did you defeat her crunch? No, she's one of the last bosses. Um, yeah. yeah she's, People do challenges with that one. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's one of the harder bosses in the game. I've only beaten... There's, like, some lists that people will put together of, of the hardest bosses, and I think I've fought, like, a couple of them so far. So, like, one of the hardest ones that I fought was... Um, I think they're called the Valiant Gargoyles. But you have to fight two giant gargoyles at the same time. And mm -hmm. they are extremely annoying um, to deal with. Just because of the the move sets and they're constantly just on your ass, just like swinging at you. So you're like <laughs> begging for an opportunity to hit, and then not only that, they, they drop like an AOE poison, so you can't go near them if you're like a like a melee build of any cut type. I, I I hear I hear magic users are actually probably the easiest mode. That's what I that's, that's what I heard me. too. Yeah, like magic is like the way to go. Mm -hmm. And then like the second easiest mode from what I've heard is dual wielding quick swords with bleed. So bleed in this oh. game is like is you do so much 
uh, damage into the bleed meter uh, for every hit, basically. And once you hit the maximum in the meter, it takes off percentage of the boss's damage or like the enemy's damage. Oh. So if you use very quick weapons um, that have like a decent bleed effect on them, um, basically you're just taking off. I can't remember what the bleed damage is, like 10% or whatever. Every couple swings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so funny thing about Elden Ring. Um, I remember that I read like a Twitter post, but this was like a Reddit post though. And uh, I think it was under like that subreddit, am I the asshole or something mm -hmm. or, or something like that. Um, so like there's like the, this guy and he's like playing Elden Ring, right? And then like his girlfriend is like kind of home most of the day. So like she finishes the game before him. Okay. But but he is in disbelief because he's like, no, she wouldn't have beat it before me. It's too hard of a game. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and then he asks her, like, so how'd you beat the game? And uh, she summoned, like, I, th I guess, like, the NPCs or, like, um, things and, like, with magic and, like, things like that, right? Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, that you, well, you didn't actually beat the game. Like, that's not how it's supposed to be beaten. And people in the comments were like, excuse you. <laughs> small peepee. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like she, the, the girlfriend was like, "No, no, I beat the game." Like, look, look, like the the final achievements and like all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it was just funny because there was kind of just basically like, I guess him and like other, I don't know, gamer people would just being like, "Oh, that's not the right way to play the game, though." Like, like that kind of. You yeah, know? there's Dark Souls elitists that are like, "Yeah, unless you play the game naked and uh, beat the game naked, then you didn't actually play the game." <laughs> Yeah, there's people like that. Don't listen to them. They're stupid. Oh I mean, but, however you play the game to your enjoyment is, like, fine. Yeah, <laughs> I think, yeah. Mm -hmm. You guys talking about Elden makes me, makes me kind of interested. I'm just really nervous that my gamer level is just really bad. I would just do everything on... I don't even think there's a beginner mode. So. <laughs> I, I don't... Well, there's a tutorial and everything. You'd, you'd do fine. I believe you. If you can solo, like, Genshin bosses, even, like, overleveled, you'd be able to play this game. It's the same thing. You just, you you swing a couple times, you dodge. You swing a couple times, you dodge. Like, eh. It's not that hard. I was kind of, like, thinking the same thing, too, because I was also asking, like, some friends, like, oh, can I probably play this game, or is it, like, too hardcore? But then some people are like, you you, you played Devil May Cry, like, you, you should be okay, like, you know, to, yes, <laughs> Or, I guess, even, like, I guess Witcher 3 as well, right? Like, you, Witcher 3 has some hard fights, I guess. I was expecting this game to be, like, like the hardest thing I've ever played. And it, it's a hard game, but, like, I think just people hyping it up intimidates you more than the actual game. Because mm. I remember my first um, couple hours playing, I was, like, I was afraid of everything. But... After you get used to the controls and after you get used to, like, what enemies you can and can't kill at this time, like, it's it's just an easy, it's an easy game. It's not that hard. Hmm. Like, half the bosses I one-shot. And then, like, the rest basically take me two or three attempts. Like, it's not a hard game. Okay. There's only been, like... <laughs> a handful like three four bosses that i actually had to like stop because i couldn't beat them and then go back so don't don't worry about it just play just play it oh crunching okay, okay. courage just crunching Thank courage you, us. gamer crunch 
<laughs> bless bless you, Daimyo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. I think that's pretty much everything for me. Yeah, that's that's pretty much everything. Oh, we did like a crab game collab on the weekend. That was fun. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, yeah, we had a fun time. Oh gosh, it's with been forever that. since we since we played crab game. I know, but that was with like Hazel and her crew, and that was good. <laughs> Anyways, that was a good time. Uh, Emu, what what have you been up to? You've done some exciting stuff, I think. Ah, oh, so hmm, I think I just I've been just drawing a lot. Honestly, haven't been. I don't know. I I wrote down what I wanted to like talk, but it seems like. I've been just doing a lot of art. Um, we released the Isakaya trailer like just yeah. very this uh this Sunday. Yeah, it's really good. Go go check it out. It's super nice music and um we have I got music done by like one of my favorite rhythm game artists and I had a really nice visual person put it all together and I don't know. I think it looks amazing. It's like my first time like producing or organizing a trailer and. It was pretty challenging because there was like miscommunication, but I think it turned out really nice and I want to make more. Uh, let me see. Yeah, that was really good. I've been, um, I think, yeah, I've been just drawing a lot. Like, Vebe had their debut and I was like testing out some art styles. I have um, my lovely mod, Amai's model that I have to work on right when I come back from Ofkai, which I'm going to uh, like this week. So, yeah. When this episode is released, I'll be done with my convention. But I'm uh, looking forward. A lot of, a little scared, uh, kind of nervous because I think it'll be like the first time a lot of Ian people meet up. But I think it'll be really nice and enjoyable. I just want to sit there and like sell stuff and make some friends. Um, yeah, I've been doing. I've been drawing my marine, my marine picture for the con, and I think I'm getting really close to doing something really nice for myself, like art-wise. So it's been it's been driving me a lot, but I'm also going crazy. Yeah, it's just art, I guess. <laughs> convention, convention prep is like uh, crazy inducing. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I should talk about, I'll just talk about convention prep a bit. But oh, yeah, um, very excited. Actually, I haven't haven't talked about this anywhere yet, but you guys, you guys can just publish it. But I have a vending booth for a anime and anime expo. And this is like, a dream since i started vending maybe like eight seven years ago like having a booth at the two biggest anime cons in california i'm like very oh i'm like very happy and i'm also like shitting my pants because i don't know how <laughs> much like prep i have to do yeah <laughs> there's a it's like you see the possibility of making like a lot or you know exposing your stuff to people but Usually for all these convention prep, I have to at least make the merch a month prior and stuff. So like in June or May, I'm going to be really, really busy and I'm already so busy. So I'm just like, damn, I don't I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. But I'm just really excited that I can, um, you know, just bring my art to more people. And um, because I love rhythm games, like my biggest passion, I can finally sell a lot of rhythm game stuff on my booth and it's like a dream so i want to expose more people to these music games and you know mm. so yeah that's been like very fun to think about but i have like a I have a lot to draw so i have to tunnel vision right now yeah <laughs> oh gosh yeah I, I can only imagine like all the work that 
you have to do. But, but I'm so I'm so excited <laughs> that that you that you are able to get into those conventions though because that's super hard. Like they like judge based on like is it lottery system or is it like how do they do that? Ah, oh, so um, anime expo. I literally wrote a mission statement and they selected me. So like I've oh. been doing artist alley for that con since like middle school high school but how it works is you have your proprietary artist and your secondary but for like for like five years i was under my friend's name so that does not give me the seniority so i kind of like lost like five of my years tabling and it's like not under my name but oh. they yeah oh. so so yeah just make sure i guess if you i mean you guys do vending or but do future artists always make sure that it's under your name because if you are a secondary artist you can't even pass like your priority table to them so oh. it's really uh like ax rules are really strict but they have to manage like so much things so i guess this makes it easier on the staff but for for anime expo it sounded like they selected me and i wrote that um you know i've been going to ax for a long time and my like the traffic I caused for my table is kind of big. Like I actually kind of caused some traffic in the lane. So moving to the dealers is just better for me. Plus I'll have more space and stuff. And they're just saying how they're slowly trying to pick out people that's making like the transition from like a artist to dealer. So I'm really fortunate and happy that I got picked. But it's it's like the most expensive table I've paid. So uh I know I'm pretty sure I'll I'll do well, but it's just like that big cost. I'm just like, oh, but it'll only get bigger from here. So I'll just have to get used to it. Mm -hmm. mm. And oh then, um, what else? Yeah, so Fanime was, uh, Fanime, I, I had a bad experience in 2019. I got like kicked out, but it was, it was something stupid. Um, they said I was causing fire hazard, but they just didn't want me to like bump into someone, but. Um, oh. I was waitlisted since I was waitlisted since 2019, and I guess they just got to me like on 420, like literally, like I <laughs> sorted all my tabling stuff on 420 and 421. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this uh, like a lot of con in person events, and I'm a little, I guess I'm like a little nervous on how I'm gonna manage streaming, but I just have a lot of friends and you know i met you guys through streaming so i don't want to you know discontinue because i still have a lot of fun talking to everyone mm -hmm. yeah mm. yeah 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 i have a couple things to bring up i didn't want to interrupt first <laughs> are you i i'm not hmm, i'm not the type of person to get like super nervous uh like meeting like famous people or anything but are are you gonna be nervous like meeting any VTubers at Offkai? Because uh, I think yeah. I think the problem for me is I know everybody by what their avatar looks like, so meeting mm. them in person uh. I don't know it's really weird. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. It's like you can't put. I've actually already met some people, like in 3D already. I think as a VTuber, it's mm. it's a little bit weird for the first like 10 minutes. But you get used to it because it's like someone talking to you and the voice is like, oh, that's the VTuber I watched. The fuck? Like, you know, <laughs> you, you just make the connection and, you know, maybe it take a bit to ease into it. But I think it's really fun and nice. Like, I think 
building the relationship in person feels like more personable because you know when you go online vtubers are just an avatar so i think i i think it's like more fun if you meet but i'm more worried about like weird normies that will take a photo of me mm, and then yeah. they just like mm. upload it or something <laughs> but yeah. it's what it is i i feel like that would be like really like creepy of like somebody to do i hope nobody does that like you're gonna take a picture of me and like photoshop my limbs away and make me an ono hole right i i don't mind if people take pictures for themselves but as soon as they're like mm -hmm. if they try to like spread it online i'd be kind of weirded out yeah i mean because i know like uh oh gosh i remember this was like i think crunch i can't remember if it was like last year or the year before there was somebody that came into like my chat or your chat that was like i know what you look like and i was like okay <laughs> And I was like, uh, oh, okay. I mean, I think there's like some selfies probably still lingering around or something, but I don't really care too much, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, but but like for them to just be like, I know what you look like, it's like, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they could have worded it like another way, I guess. That's different for everybody too. I wonder how they're going to handle that. I guess yeah. wear a badge that says like, if you don't want your picture taken, like a no, photo no photography oh badge or something. Oh, that'd be interesting. Those yeah. used to be on artist alley tables. Yeah. Now we have to put on them ourselves, you know. Some conventions started oh. um, actually printing them on certain badges too, I think. Like for people, oh. like cosplayers and stuff. Because some people want to cosplay oh. but not get their picture taken, right? So. I mean, that's probably a good thing too because for some cosplayers, they get like official like photo shoots and stuff. Like they, mm. prep, they prep their own photo shoots and... For somebody to just like take pictures of some cosplayers when it's kind of like their livelihood is kind of like it wasn't oh. widespread but i i've heard of conventions doing that in the past yeah because oh i guess the other thing was like i think people were saying that there was like photo shoot sniping because that was like a thing yeah. that was happening yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah what was the second thing <laughs> i was gonna bring up oh mm. if you're stressed about art just just reprint some old stuff because if if you haven't been to the convention in a while like nobody's gonna know nobody's gonna know no. that that designer is from like two years ago who cares no no but i'm i'm a try hard also i have to like <laughs> replace fgo stuff with more vtubers i haven't oh. been drawing vtubers and they're they're just more and more prominent at a lot of the cons i go to but genshin is just the biggest thing ever like oh yeah I anywhere i go genshin. yeah all the genshin, boys everything <laughs> Oh, yeah, because I guess, like, a lot of, like, the girls want to buy, like, Genshin boy stuff, or... Yeah, it's all yaoi. Well, you have uh, permission to sell uh, us if you want. There you okay. go. Yay! Can I sell me and Tane fucking and you crying? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Official, official, um... What was it? The official merch. It'll be a book. The cucking of Crunch Daimyo. <laughs> oh it's, like, every scene. It's, like, different cuck scenario. <laughs> <laughs> could be like a little like a little zine for <laughs> yeah Beautiful. oh my gosh oh i'm so happy that you get to go to like fanime and like um anime expo and everything that's so cool yeah i'm really i'm pretty excited anime ex well one day if you guys want i think uh anime expo is fun but there's just so much events and things that happen but i feel if you do it once i think that's like enough mm. <laughs> also that. also everybody emu is very close to 20k on twitch go 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 oh. follow emu oh thank you yeah i'm like 500 away i tried to yeah. grind for it on the weekends but i think i would have 
done better if I was in a if I wasn't drawing, but you know, I have to finish my R, so I just have to just sit there and like suck it up. <laughs> it's okay. It's going well though. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna achieve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think we can move on to some news now since we've been oh, talking yeah. for a bit let's get right into the news right into the news okay um Ooh. the first the first thing i want to bring up is takeshi's castle mm. is coming back like a new sh series um i think most people in north america probably would recognize like extreme elimination challenge mm -hmm. uh which was like a redub like a stupid redub on um men tv or, or or spike or what else was it on a couple of other oh, stupid channels it was, but it was on like a few of those yeah, yeah. but uh yeah takeshi's castle from the 80s is coming back um i think i remember uh listening to who who said that one of the favorite shows of theirs was takeshi's castle and their students were like who's oh, that who? oh that was um it was, it was chris, abroad. chris abroad that's right that's yeah, right yeah yeah he was even i think he said to his students and i i can't remember he said to his co-workers but he's like yeah takeshi's castle and and everybody was like what <laughs> what's that because <laughs> i guess it was like from the 80s or something wasn't it yeah or... so it originally came out in 86 and i guess he he moved to japan i guess in like the mid to late 2000s mm. so it had been off the air for like 20 years so it kind of makes sense that, you know, and, and Japanese TV doesn't really run reruns that often. Oh, like, I, really? I, they Not really. Oh, they just air something and then like, that's it. That's all. Yeah. Like once it's been off the air oh. for a couple of years, like you won't see it anymore. They don't have like rerun channels really like we do. Oh, okay. Um, huh. But yeah, to take Takeshi's Castle, which is the, the most amazing and probably the OG like, um, uh what's the name of those like obstacle course shows yeah like, uh, like wipeout course or like um uh isn't there like uh, an american one. one called like america's like was it top ninja something or oh, like that's another know. one that's i think that was based off another show but yeah it's like a similar oh, okay. thing <laughs> um but yeah it's coming back takeshi oh my god beat takeshi um who was the host of it it's 75 years old now. I just noticed. What the heck? Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I just hope Guy Ledouche comes back. No. <laughs> One of the characters from oh MXC. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I wonder if they would, like... Uh... I wonder if they would have any references to, like, the American rebroadcaster, if they're just going to be, like... Or, like, that English dub or something? Yeah. I would love if they did something like that. But uh, it's streaming on Prime. I don't know when it's coming out, though. I don't think it's said. This is exciting because, like, okay, so when, okay, in America, I know that you guys have, like, Amazon Prime and, like, that kind of thing. Uh, I And then we got Amazon Prime in Canada, but I tried to do a watch party and it wasn't available. But then I tried doing a watch party for, um, this was, like, I think several months ago or maybe even like last year it was um clarkson's farm and i was really surprised that it worked well for like the watch party so anybody who has like an amazon prime account on twitch can like participate in the watch party <laughs> so this oh. would be this would be a fun opportunity <laughs> that'd be a great show to watch 
Mm-hmm. Um, the release date is apparently sometime uh, at the start of 2023. <gasps> so next year. So we have probably about a year until we could watch it. Sad. Oh. <laughs> but that is something to look forward to in, in the next year. Mm-hmm. 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 There's another show that just got put on to what Netflix uh, called old enough as well that you were telling me about. And apparently that's another like 20 or 30 year old show from Japan. Okay. So funny thing about old enough. Um, so I went to like my parents' house one day and mama Tenshi was like, uh, Tane, um, have you heard of like this show called old enough? I guess it, it, they were like, Oh, it's pro- it's like on Netflix or something like that. Um, and it's like Japanese children doing like errands and going off on like their own to do things. And I was like, yeah, that's been on like Japanese TV like years ago or something like that. But apparently there's like a big discourse about it now because I guess parents are like, oh my God, I would never like that that kind of thing. Yeah. But like, uh, I think I was going to look it up old enough. I think it came out in like 2013 or something like that. So, oh gosh. Yeah. It's... I would never let my kids go out into public in North America. That's for damn sure. But like in Japan... Mm-hmm. It's pretty normal. You see kids walking to school at like six, seven years old, taking like mm-hmm. public transit. And like we were in Kyoto and there was like a little tiny six year old kid taking the train to school. And I was like, where's your parents? But it's so normal. Like everybody um, looks out yeah. for them. Like mm-hmm. they don't have the same like types of crime really that we do. Well, it's like a, uh, it's establishing independence at a young age too and everything, yeah. right? So it's, so sending yeah. your kid over to the Combini, as long as it's not like dark out, that's like pretty normal over there. Mm. But uh, yeah, apparently there's like Western audiences that are like, oh my God, how can you let your kid go do stuff by their, their selves? Like mm-hmm. even, even as a kid, like eight years old, I used to walk to school on my own. It wasn't that weird. I think I started like going home on my own. I think when I was like ten or so, but I think before I was ten, I had to have a babysitter or something. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Different times, maybe. Yeah, I guess just depending on like different parenting and different. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> have you seen yeah. any of these shows, uh, Emu? Ah, uh, I don't think so. Oh. I only watch anime. <gasps> You'll like Takeshi's Castle. Anime. You should. You should look into. T- uh, Takeshi's Castle, like the old show, and oh. then get hyped for the new one. It's so fun. It's just I mean, this is a, it's like Ninja Warrior, right? Kinda? It kind of yeah yeah yeah. 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 Except I, lo- I love those. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I'm looking forward. <laughs> Look into it. It's fun. I love that show. Oh, by the way, I think yeah, Emu, you said anime, anime, right? Yeah, I love anime and boobs and Garuga Mesh. Okay, Garuga. okay, sorry. <laughs> Garuga Mesh and gaming. <laughs> J-Rock! J-Rock! Manga! <laughs> Smile, DK! Sakura-kan, ikimashou! Okay. <laughs> Old school cringe. <laughs> this is where we live. <laughs> I'm sorry, I always heard it as gang and gangbangs. So I was like, and yeah, gangbangs! Gangbangs! <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Good <laughs> command. Oh, I feel so bad. I know some of those voice actors too. Yeah. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I feel bad making fun of it, but like even they they do, so it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> um 
when you said anime i was just thinking like oh spy family is good and it only has like three episodes and oh, yeah that one wait did you guys watch it yeah it's so mm -hmm. good oh you're so hot I want to oh, oh, draw her. I, oh yeah, my I want to draw her too. It's also good clout oh. right now if you draw her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much Lloyd, your art going oh. around. Holy crap. Lloyd's, Lloyd's going to wife her so hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's mm -hmm. hot. Mm -hmm. She's cute too. She's got a cute side. Yeah. Get you a wife that looks... <laughs> get you a wife that looks at guillotines like yours does. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm happy. I'm 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 happy that it's like it's like the anime of the season, basically. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Um, we've been watching Kaguya and Komi as well, and those have been pretty solid as well. Mm -hmm. I'm ha this season's so good. So many good shows. There's always something about like spring and like fall season that's just like fire. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so we have our weird crime of the week. Ooh. Even though this is not really a crime, I, I guess so. It's it's almost like a hate crime. Anyways, oh no. <clears throat> so imagine watching some esports, right? And a pro gamer all of a sudden tells you <laughs> that if you're under 170 centimeters tall you don't deserve human rights <laughs> what oh does that so, mean if he sees small cock he's like you should go back to your mother's womb and rebirth yourself so <laughs> this dude's he's a tekken uh seven i guess pro gamer pro esports gamer Ooh, wow. uh, said literally if you're under 170 centimeters uh please live your life with the idea that I have no human rights is in your mind. So basically, if someone's a manlet or something. Yeah, basically, he's saying if you're a manlet, you, you don't deserve anything, which is the reason why he was kicked off his team. <laughs> get, get wrecked for get getting wrecked. kicked off your team. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, wait, I, I kind of want to know more to this whole story. How did this person provoke this? Esports person, I wonder. Mm. But, oh, uh, it's a woman. Oh shit. Oh wait, was, it was oh, a girl? Shit, it was a girl. What? Oh my gosh, there's like a gendered aspect to this. Oh. <laughs> oh, this reads different. <laughs> this reads completely different now. I thought it was a guy. What the fuck? Oh, oh. She oh. okay, so she <laughs> Oh my gosh, crunch, crunch, assuming that a girl cannot be a pro gamer. Oh my god. No, oh, just wow, like... this guy, this male toxicity, Tane, ditch that man, come to me. Yeah, but like, you hear guys making fun of manlets all the time. Well, you hear girls do too. Actually, it's kind of funny. I actually noticed that girls are like, no, I want my short king, basically. Yeah, but a lot of them are like, if you're not over six foot, don't even talk to me. Like, um... <laughs> Okay, apparently she ordered something something from Uber Eats. So she's telling a story on stream. Oh. She had ordered something from Uber Eats one time. Um, and it was like a short dude. And I guess he was awkwardly like standing there and he's 
asked for her like contact info and she she was like i shot him down like super harsh harshly oh and she was basically just saying shit about like if you're like a short guy just fuck off basically what oh my god rude i mean Cause she, like because she had a bad experience with some weird uber eats delivery driver then don't don't be a short uber eats driver i guess <laughs> or esports girls will turn you down <laughs> damn i mean oh my god oh okay so here's the full quote i'm gonna read out the full quote i just oh, found okay, it okay okay oh boy 165 centimeters is tiny it's no good honestly if you're under 170 centimeters you have no human rights if you're a guy who's less than 170 um, centimeters tall please live your life with the idea in your head that i have no human rights please look into bone lengthening surgeries yeah i'm saying short guys obviously shouldn't have human rights i'm tough on short guys but let me say this i'm nice to fatties and baldies oh <laughs> Oh my what? god, the, lang Holy the language. Holy crap, dude. Oh my god. That's a ban on Twitch. <laughs> what? That's so crazy. That, that, uh, that would be a ban on Twitch, I think. Or, oh my oh, god. Yeah. Oh my god. Even the article's like, damn, you know, it sucks. But it's not like a game. You can't control Z. You can't restart your game. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, I guess her esports organization said our company finds the inappropriate remarks and attitude in her stream. Uh, to be unacceptable no shit <laughs> no shit oh my god oh man that's listen like even if people have like interesting stories to tell on stream you usually kind of try to lighten it up with a little bit of humor that's just kind of like mean <laughs> like really mean <laughs> my god But I guess uh, maybe she she likes the buff Tekken characters, so I don't I don't know. Uh, Tekken Tekken so. is her uh, Tekken is her standard of dice. Maybe I don't know. Big huge buff dudes, yeah. Maybe see that. who knows? <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I went into that thinking it was a dude. I I read the name Tanukana and I was just like, okay. That sounds like mm. a dude name. That well, sounds like we're a, not a dude name, right? It kind of does yeah. sound like a dude name, yeah. Mm. So so that's why I was like, that's that's a dude, but no. A pro <laughs> pro woman Tekken player. Okay. Mm. But goddamn, if that's not like a hate crime almost it's like what the fuck? <laughs> That's that's like vicious, just like, oh my god, you no, you don't deserve it. <laughs> damn. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's move move away from that craziness. Let's talk about something <laughs> uh, a little bit funnier. Okay, okay. Okay. Th this might actually be a crime. Uh, oh, no. So a Shinkansen conductor uh, had been caught playing GPS-based uh, smartphone games while conducting the bullet train for 10 years. So think yeah. like uh, think like Pokemon Go or whatever. You know how you have like mm -hmm. stops and stuff, right? Yeah. And it's like all GPS-based. Well, apparently he was playing... GPS-based smartphone games while he was conducting the train. That's so, that's so like, mid-max, though. I yeah. feel like I would also do this. If I was going to play some game that gave me rewards based on the locations I would go to, I would I would do what he did. Here's, here's the thing, though. Like, if he did it, like, super stealth, maybe. 
the problem is well, where was it i think he was purposely like staying at stops a little bit too long Ooh, and we know how like uh all that japan you have to be on time with the trains and everything Mm. <laughs> oh my gosh um yeah the thing is like you could take advantage of it but i wonder if he was doing his job properly mm. i guess that's the question mm -hmm. i mean like there is downtime but being a conductor how much downtime do you get as a conductor if you're trying to you know Transport a bunch of people place to place. <laughs> Apparently he was ratted out by an anonymous person posting on the Japan East Rails website. So, so somebody saw that he was playing a game and, and ratted him out. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> but he had gotten away with it for 10 years. I was kind of thinking there's been GPS like based yeah, apps for like 10 years though. Yeah, that's about when they started coming out, I would say. Wasn't there like that thing prior to Pokemon Go? I can't remember what the name was, but they were the ones that gave them the technology to like do that or? Yeah, Japan's had um, GPS based games for a while now. Basically, you would like, mm. you would check into a location and like collect stuff and whatever. Mm -hmm. And then there was leaderboards for like how many places visited and yeah just those types of games you know like the base the very basic um beginning of them so he was playing games like that i wonder if they could like track it like based on like the locations that you visited or something to be like oh maybe well, I i'm sure the the train company couldn't here's the thing i i want to know is like when we were in japan um we were playing games on the shinkansen and the internet connection mm -hmm. would drop constantly because of the amount of, like, interference from uh, buildings oh, yeah. and the tunnels and, like, all that kind of stuff. So how how mm -hmm. did he manage? And he was, he was playing on um, the Niigata-Tokyo line, mainly, which mm -hmm. is, like, all tunnels. So how the fuck was he getting a connection? That's what I want to know. We like missed if you're uh, if you're on data, like I don't know though, yeah. We missed Pokemon because of that. <gasps> I, I was I was so pissed. I remember that there was like a very specific <gasps> there was a far fetch. There was a far fetch and, and it was like in Yokohama or something. And I think it like I can't remember if far fetch was only like in a certain area. It was only in Japan, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't time? get it. And I didn't get it. I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the connection cut out because <gasps> fucking tunnels. Anyways. That's what I want to know. How how the hell was he getting connections in all those tunnels? <laughs> That's what I'm more concerned about. Tell me. Yes. How how did you manage? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess. I, yeah, you can't be doing that. You, you just can't. I maybe while you're at a stop for a couple minutes. But I don't know. Hmm. I just wonder like however many like oh, uh, oh sorry that reminds me of i don't know if we brought this up on another episode there was a conductor mm -hmm. who while the train was running and moving mm -hmm. went to the washroom without somebody in the cab 
Oh, what? that's scary. That's scary because like, so he just had it on autopilot basically. Yeah, he just he just left the train going like 300 kilometers an hour, used the washroom. Like, I think he only like needed to take a number one, but he was gone for like 30 seconds out of the the train like cabin, like without anybody there. He got canned, obviously. That's way scarier than somebody like opening a phone app for like two seconds, like. That's super dangerous. Like you're risking so many people's lives, right? Oh my Jeez. god! You you would think do they, do they have like a second person like with them or something to like? Well, normally what you would hmm. do is you would grab uh, another person who is qualified. Um, so there's like multiple people um, on the Shinkansen's doing various things. Doing um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, what's what's the word for that? Like. Uh, Oh, shoot. What's the word for that? Doing, like, food service and stuff. Like, those types of people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't remember the words for the concession. Not concessions. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There's, there's multiple people on the train doing, like, multiple different things. And what you're supposed to do is if you really need to use the washroom, you're supposed to call somebody in to take over for you. Mm -hmm. um, or do it when it's stopped. Yeah. But apparently he was like, no, nah, I'm just going to go and just leave the train going. Um, so the train oh, does gosh. have like fail safes. It will slow the train down if somebody isn't present to like hit a button usually. But, mm -hmm. but usually that doesn't go off until like 30 seconds after that button's not pressed. So I guess he was fast enough, took, took a leak. Oh ran back gosh. in anyways that's that's scary that is sc scary as heck yeah mm -hmm. the other th good thing about the shinkansen though is they have um their control room if there was something like on the track or something they could shut the trains off from there so if something were to happen like i'm sure somebody would step in and like shut the train off but mm. still still please scary Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Mm. <laughs> you guys take like there's not an opportunity to do train stuff in canada right because i haven't i don't think i've ever i've only taken like the metro like five times maybe dude i'm I'm so jealous of california because they're building high-speed mm -hmm. rail i mean it's gonna take forever oh. for them to do it but like it'll mm -hmm. happen eventually the norcal um, norcal socal one that's been like the one that's about uh yeah i watch um, so they, they released like a quarterly update and I've been watching that and like, they've been doing a lot of progress. Like it looks pretty impressive, but it's not going to be, oh. it's not going to be open for like several years. Hmm. Okay. I remember they mentioned this like, like five years ago. Mm -hmm. So, so you're still saying it's several years. Oh um, yeah. Like the, the first God. section, um, I think it's from like, it's like, where was it from? It was from... Just a second. I can't remember the names of cities. So I think the first section is from like Modesto. No. Merced? Merced? Merced to Bakersfield, I think, is like the first like section that'll be done. And that'll be done in like two or three years. And then what they're doing is they're expanding from there to San Francisco. And then from Bakersfield to LA. And then that's gonna be like five years from now 
And then like seven or eight years from now, it's going to go up to Modesto, Sacramento, and I think it stops there. Oh. But like there will be high speed rail. It's just going to take forever. But uh, yeah, Canada doesn't have like we have like um, it was like that small one in like um, Calgary, but it's not really a train, though. It's yeah, like, I was, I was going to say we have like subways and like light rail and, and stuff like that, but we don't really have. Oh, and there's like um, there's passenger rail in like southern Ontario, like Toronto, um, Ottawa, Montreal, like that area. But everywhere else, we don't really have passenger rail service anymore. I'm kind of sad because, like, where we are, like, we have, like, an old train station thing. But, like, it's, like, repurposed as, like, a cafe now and stuff. But mm. um, my parents used to tell me that they would, like, take the trains, like, all the time when they were young and everything. And I'm like, oh, I would have wanted to experience that. Oh, uh, I can say this. Um, the government did announce this year that they are going to be building a high-speed rail between Toronto, Ottawa, and Montreal. I think. That would be very useful, I think, for a lot of people, yeah. Yeah, but it's not like, it's not like super fast high-speed rail like Japan. It's like 220 kilometers an hour or something, but it's still yeah. better than nothing. Yeah, I just think about if I ever visit my homies in Canada, like where, where would I go to? Because it's so big and wide, like... <laughs> Oh. Actually, that's kind of funny that you that you say that because Bobber uh, asked me uh, during a stream I did recently and we hung out for a little bit. Um, he was like, Hane, if I were to go to Canada, where should I go? But the thing is, like, I think it's just more worth it, I probably, I guess, to go to, like, bigger cities. Because, like, I feel like if you go anywhere smaller, like, you're probably, like, either visiting family or you want to, like, do nature stuff. Like, I guess there's just <laughs> yeah. more stuff to do in like the cities, I guess. There's like four cities that I would recommend going to. And basically what you do is you, you have to like plan ahead of time on like who you want to meet and like who can fly over to like also visit you. So like, yeah. um, so like Vancouver, Calgary, Toronto, and Montreal, those are like the four cities worth like going to, I think. I've. Um, when I visited Canada like long time ago, I went to Montreal and Quebec. So I've been to that area, but I know mm. a lot of my like Kion and Nami, they're in Vancouver, which is yeah. like near yeah. me. But I also have a yeah, but I also have a good friend that is in like Calgary. So it's like mm. Well, Calgary's mm. an easy one because they could just hop on a plane and they're over in Vancouver in like an hour and a half. Oh, so that one's kinda so, okay, okay. Yeah, so that that's not mm. like a huge deal and it's a pretty cheap plane ticket if they want to. Um, but yeah, Vancouver and Calgary, if, if you're on like the Western side of the country. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like a problem for us because basically if like, if we want to like visit anybody, it has to be like in a bigger city. <laughs> the, the problem too is, is we're like central Canada. So regardless, we have to fly quite a bit to get anywhere. It'd be like, I guess like three, four hours to go in either direction, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Depends on where we go. Mm-hmm. And like for driving, um, it's like probably eight to 20, 21 hours in whatever direction to get to a major city. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Eight hours to Winnipeg, 20 hours to Toronto. Roughly. Roughly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For a drive. <laughs> Canada's big. That's, it's like asking somebody in Minneapolis if they want to go to like Denver, like it's, it's a long trip. 
I do remember I, I, I used to have an online friend and I remember she was like, oh, come visit me in New York. And I was like, I, I am so far away. Uh, and then she's like, oh, just fly to Toronto and like drive down. And I'm like, what? it doesn't work like that. <laughs> yeah. Or like uh, Emu. It would be like mm -hmm. the next closest major city would be like us driving from Sacramento to San Diego. What? Yeah. What? That's, Wait. That's the distance between us and the next like nearest major city really. Okay. I don't, I haven't even like really went to Sacramento, but I know it's because I usually go to San Jose and you uh, in NorCal. I know Sacramento is like a bit more top and San Diego is very bottom. That's yeah. That's like nine hours or something more, right? Nine, ten. I don't it's know. like eight, nine hours, something like that. God. That's a that's a day of streaming. Right? <laughs> Pretty much, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's Canada. That's <laughs> that's how far away we are from everyone. I mean we could get to a US city faster actually. If we were to drive down to Minneapolis, it would only take like six hours. Yeah. Oh. So we're actually it's closer to like American cities than we are to other Canadian cities, really. <gasps> oh, I think, uh, are you guys close to Maryland? To Maryland? No, not really. Yeah, like, I remember I had friends in Canada, and for the MacFestCon, they would just, like, drive down or something from Canada. If, they just drive oh. back, back, if they were in, up. like, um, like, Toronto, it wouldn't take too long. Like, uh, Toronto no. to Maryland would be, like, six hours, maybe? Seven hours? But, like, for us, that would take... 24 hours of driving probably mm. oh yeah also oh. 15 hours of driving so we would need to stop and probably sleep or do like a double shift <laughs> oh my gosh um yeah. yeah i i was really surprised when we took like that road trip to like minneapolis that time because i, I was just so surprised that there's like so many cities that are just like close together because it's like oh you're in the city now you're in this city like <laughs> Just like, uh, uh yeah. yeah what that's oh my god that's crazy because even you know even in the area i live in like depending on what side of street is the city changes whoa oh gosh it's like so weird yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're you're in this city now you're in this city yeah weird that's so weird i feel like, I feel like because we kind of have like that distinction in some places in canada it's just like trees trees Trees. trees i mean in certain places in canada too it's like that like toronto is like that you can drive for yeah. like 30 minutes and then all of a sudden you're in a different city well it's like that whole yeah the whole greater toronto area like what like mississauga north north york and like all that kind of like yeah. stuff like markham yeah. brampton oakville yeah. like those those are all different cities mm -hmm. but they're they're all one city if you know what i mean <laughs> There's no like a break. It's just a major area, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But not where we are. Middle of nowhere. Anyways, let's continue on. Uh oh, here we go. Let's talk about uh something really fun that I want. And that's a oh, motorized yeah. electric gaming bed. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like looking at this picture it's kind of like it's like hook it straight to my veins like that kind of like thing <laughs> so it's like it's like a a futon bed 
with a desk and like a hanging rack and a place for like a mini fridge and uh oh my god it's like it's its own little like it's kind of like a cubicle of gaming yeah it's like a self-sufficient gaming cubicle crunch i'm just imagining like it's just like hooking up like some kind of gamer like fuel is just like it's just going into you yeah it's it's basically like um (laughs) it's like being hooked up into the matrix you're you're in your own little like pod and you don't have to leave yeah (laughs) so it's it's got like mounts for monitors and like all this stuff uh it's from a company called bauhut (laughs) i think it's a japanese company but it's it's a whole ass freaking like <laughs> I don't know gaming setup. God. Never have to leave your down. bed. This looks nice. It does. I think I think the bed actually like goes up and reclines and stuff too. I just want to watch this gif here. Oh my god, it does. So I think this could be very efficient for like smaller like places in Japan. I think it's very efficient for neats. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's amazing. I think I'm going to post oh. a picture of it when we uh we post the episode just so people have a an understanding of what this thing is. Yeah, Can for I sure. purchase this? Is this available for Americans? Oh, I've, it's on JP. I've seen a couple things like this for Americans, but it's usually like a chair with like some monitor arms. It's nothing oh. like yeah. It's just a bed. They're just selling the bed, I think. I no, it's you like five hundred. You oh. could buy the entire thing. Oh Yeah, so yeah. they sell it they sell it in pieces. Oh, okay. Damn. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's modular. <laughs> Customize your own gaming setup on bed. So I love the, the clothes rack. The clothes rack is just so funny. The I know, right? <laughs> Just, I'm just thinking, imagine inviting somebody over. It's like, no, baby, we have sex on the gaming bed. <laughs> oh, no, I got Cheeto dust on my favorite shirt. Better change. <laughs> Reach up, grab a new shirt. Oh, my God. This is hilarious. In queue for Final Fantasy, I'll take a nap real quick. Um, The wait, bed itself is... How much is this? 700 US, about. But it's it's like hydraulic and electrically powered so you don't even have to like do anything if you want to like sit up you just make the it's like a hospital bed uh there's like a little like um thing for your phone too and they have like a kettle and like things set up on the side here they basically have a rack of ramen they also sell a gaming suit ninja ninja onesie as well does it have the butt flap oh my god Oh, with the booty flap thing. <laughs> How degen would you have to be to actually own one of these? My gosh. I mean, in a way, it's quite nice. <laughs> in a way, if you never wanted to move again, you could. Wait, you mean the gamer bed? Yeah. Oh, I would get it. Yeah. <laughs> Min max like all the games and everything, yeah. You know, they need to bring, they need to make like a modular toilet then. So I don't have to like leave my gamer bed to piss. There's, there should be like a bottle compartment, just like piss in there and just, yeah. Piss bottle compartment. Yeah. Mod- modular oh, yeah. piss hey, bottle yo. compartment. 
Right next to my closet right here is my piss bottle, baby. In a way, I feel like this could be like, oh my gosh, I just had a thought that it was like, if this was like for streaming or something, it's like, okay, I gotta go to my streamer, like, you know, area. <laughs> oh. You would get roasted. I, I think if you streamed in this, you'd get roasted pretty hard. Probably. Why? Unless you were like XQC, then people would be like, oh, that's so funny, bro. What if you're a cute girl? Maybe, maybe um, it'll be okay. Maybe, maybe you'd be okay. The thing about like streaming cam and stuff, people usually notice like what's in your background, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes. Oh no, they'll see your piss bottles. I'll just, I'll just <laughs> put like my tits like for eighty percent of the cam, so they won't see any background. You know, easy there we piece. go. Easy, easy mode. Those easy viewers mode. will never know I sleep on the gamer bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you need a place to put your gamer bed, right? Mm -hmm. So what if you could get yourself a gamer apartment? <laughs> oh. Japan, apparently there's a company that's uh, renting out gamer apartments called the E-Room. And it comes built in with gaming PCs, desks, chairs, and more. Whoa. Wait. So it comes with it then. Okay, okay, I understand. So you're renting, yeah, you're renting it from them. <gasps> that's so okay, cool. Okay. Oh, so the I apartments mean... are called e-rooms and they come furnished with everything a gamer needs <laughs> uh including a fairly decent pc oh my god they have different plans for different levels of like computer specs i just <laughs> noticed that too there's like illustrator plan and uh, video creator plan ayo i don't i'll, I'll go get an e-room to do my photoshops you know oh my get god that gamer vibes vibe check <laughs> Potential renters can also choose their keyboard and mouse setup, and a selection oh. of 50 different um, combinations are available. <laughs> it's modular, oh my god, like keycaps kinda. and stuff? They're like, oh, what 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 switches would you like on your keyboard? <laughs> what RGB would you like? <laughs> you know what? This reminds me, I think it was, um, somebody posted, I think, on Twitter at one point when, like, they were, like, uh, it was, like, contracted VTubers who have, like, VTuber apartments and, like, stuff like that, or, like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <gasps> oh my god. Okay, so this article links to a couple other things. Um one of them is the gaming bed. That's that's cool. We've already seen that. Apparently <laughs> apparently there's gamer chopsticks. Gamer chopsticks. <laughs> yeah, so it's a little gadget that you use so that you you could hold your chopsticks without letting go of your mouse or controller. <laughs> Oh, it's this thing. Yeah. I've seen like I've seen smaller versions of these where people like use it to like um eat their chips and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What are they called? I don't know. I wanted to pick some up on like Amazon or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's oh. like a little it's like a little plastic clip that you put your chopsticks into so you don't you can like hold things while you hold your chopsticks. Yeah. I think we need some of those. <laughs> That's true. We we are hardcore gamers. We do need them. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love this. <laughs> Never get Cheeto dust on your fingies again. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, these apartments are kind of interesting. So it's a Japanese esports company that is renting out the apartments uh, called mm. Basara. I think they're called. And uh, let's see. How much how much does it cost to rent out one of these rooms? 
$350 a month with then that comes with a PC. That's not it. too bad. That's not Wait, bad. It's just like, a single room, but like Oh, like in total, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I guess that's like their cheapest option, 350 bucks. But uh. you could go up to $600 if you want a better better room with a better PC. I would assume, yeah, so you have to apply for it, obviously, and I think you have to be, like, a professional gamer or something. Wow, damn. Mm. Don't check my credit, checks my gaming career. Yeah, check your gamer cred. <laughs> have you beaten uh, Elden Ring naked? No. Get the fuck what out. What speedruns have you done, and are you on the top ten times? Hmm. Uh, when What's was your the last any time percentage of this game? Oh my god. Also for like the, illust <laughs> the illustrator plan, it probably like, oh, did you have a front page pics of illustration or like that oh my I don't god. know or something. You need you need 50k plus followers to apply. <laughs> <laughs> you got to you got to get that clout PP up, son. <laughs> video creator, I guess you have to like, oh, how many uh YouTube video did you did you uh, do you have 1 million subscribers or yeah. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm Mm. I see I see a tweet attached to uh to this and I'm just reading it here. When older people ask me, what's the point of playing games? How is that going to be useful in the future? I ask them right back. When you eat food, are you eating it because you're thinking it'll be useful in the future? What kind of what kind of tweet is that? You need to eat to live. You don't need to play games to live. What? <laughs> I feel like there's no. not really there's no relevance there i guess to, or no correlation i guess though yeah it continues then they say no but when i eat good food it's enjoy it's an enjoyable experience it makes me happy and refreshes my motivation to work harder and then i tell them that's why i play games and then everybody stood up and then clapped and, and cheered clapped. and then the person <laughs> that asked them that fucking died what that's what happened because it's a real story, didn't you know? Hyper hyperbolic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? No, I didn't know about this. Um, it, sorry. You know what? A, you know what? Crunch. Stupid, that stupid tweet. Sorry. I was just gonna say that reminds me of like that ninja tweet where it was like, what was it? Be uh, failing at a game or whatever that one thing. It's like, mm. oh my gosh, how's that? How's that one tweet go? You, I feel like you read it in like that way. <laughs> oh. Ninja tweet copy past. Oh, oh, this. Go. Oh my. Um, the the phrase "it's just a game" is such a weak mindset. You are okay with what happened, oh my losing God. imperfection of a craft. Oh. When you stop getting angry after losing, you've lost twice. There's always something to learn and always room for improvement. Never settle. <laughs> it's. A, it, I don't know. It sounds like that. I, I know, right? That's so edgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh, mm -hmm. that was like the funniest tweet of that month. I think I don't think I've seen anything funnier. What? I, I can't believe that... he said that. When when did that come out? What? I, th okay. I think he. I think people were criticizing him for like being angry on stream, and then that's what he came back with. I can't find. Oh gosh, I want to find when like the date was for it, but I feel yeah. like that's a. I guess it's a very positive mindset, but very try hard. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, kind of it, toxic, though. Like, 
if you're not rage breaking your keyboard all the time, are you even a gamer? Come on. Oh, oh that was February of 2020? Yeah, that was a while ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, like, I understand. Like, I, I think, it, okay, I think it depends on your goals, I guess. Like, it, I mean, maybe if you are, like, a professional, like, esports person and, like, that is your job or something. But, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Did you know that apparently there's like esports schools that are teaching people like how to do like esports like for gaming and stuff? Yeah, the, yeah, that's been a thing in like um, Southeast Asia, China, that kind of area for a long time now. Oh, and Korea, as well. There's been uh, schools that are like dedicated to esports. Mm, yeah, Isn't that I crazy. Know. Like gaming is part of your curriculum. Like, what the frick is happening to the planet? <laughs> Um, well, uh, Twitter's owned by Elon now, Mr. Elon, so, <laughs> I don't know, there's, there's gonna be lots of interesting things happening in our future, I guess. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> the world has oh. just gotten completely shit after 2020, I'm sorry, like, it, it just, like, the timeline split as soon as it, it hit January 1st, 2020, and now we're living in, like, the bizarro world. And like the normal world is like somewhere over there. Um, I'm thinking of like that meme where it's like the astronaut gun is like always has been. Always has been. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, um, I think that's a good yeah, place yeah. to stop. <laughs> yeah. Before we start rambling again. Mm -hmm. Um do we have a question for our audience? Uh, uh I'm trying to think of like the gaming chair or like would you get this gaming chair or oh, sorry not the sorry not gaming chair gaming cubicle <laughs> yeah i'll post the cubicle when i when this goes live would you get it <laughs> tell us oh and uh which conventions that are you going to go to um over the next few months everyone yeah hmm. well i had a good time hope uh hope you all have a good uh evening day whatever it is and yeah we'll yay. see you next time yay yay, yay. bye bye everybody Bye. bye. Make sure to like, subscribe, and comment down below. Yeah, do it. Okay, bye.